1: Hola y bienvenidos a Coffee Break Spanish. Welcome back to Coffee Break Spanish. Now, it's lesson 69. And again, we're continuing this process of phrase building based on the constructions that you already know and that you've been learning in the course of Coffee Break Spanish. The context today is hiring a car. And we're also going to be practicing the double R sound in Spanish. Carro, like that. Okay, it's over to you. I hope you enjoy this lesson. Let's begin by learning the word for a car. Now, we've probably done this before. In fact, I'm certain we've done this before. In Spain, the word for a car is un coche.
2: Un coche.
1: However, in Latin America and in certain parts of Spain, particularly the Canary Islands, you may well hear the word un carro.
2: Un carro.
1: Now, that is the perfect opportunity for us to practice rolling your R's. Un carro.
2: Un Carro.
1: Okay. Carro. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> uh, I, I'm obviously overruling my R's here. I'm making a, a quadruple R rather than a double R with carro. Carro. The trick to getting this correct double R sound is the realisation that in Spanish a double R has to have quite a lot of breath going out of your mouth okay so what you need to do is put your tongue up to the top of your mouth where you would pronounce the single r in spanish remember like um, i think you said it in an american accent cara you said bottle in an american accent can you say that bottle bottle yeah or butter and where where your tongue goes to pronounce that t sound with an american accent in words for example like pero meaning but then you need to keep your tongue there and then just blow through the, your tongue so that the front of your tongue comes back down. Okay, it's really complicated to describe, but it sounds something like perro. Okay, it's kind of like that. Perro, 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 perro means dog. Double R. Perro, perro, as opposed to pero, meaning. pero, but, but. yeah. So perro, perro, and perro, perro. Again, I'm kind of rolling a little. There is a tongue twister that is very common in Spain and it certainly will help you practice your double R's. And it goes something like this. R con R cigarro, R con R barril. Rápido corren los carros, los carros de ferrocarril. Can you say that, Cara?
2: <laughs> well.
1: Okay, let's take it line by line. R con R cigarro.
2: R con R cigarro.
1: Okay, so that literally means it's like lots of tongue twisters. It doesn't mean a huge amount. So R with R, cigar. R con R, cigarro.
2: R con R, cigarro.
1: And that would be cigarro if you're Latin America. R con R, barril.
2: R con R, barril.
1: Okay, so R with R, barrel. Rápido corren los carros.
2: Rápido corren los carros.
1: Okay, so that's coming back to carro, okay? Carro, in this situation, are the the coaches of the railway that we're going to find in a moment. Rápido corren los carros. So, quickly run the carriages. Rápido corren los carros.
2: Rápido corren los carros.
1: Los carros de ferrocarril.
2: Los carros de ferrocarril.
1: Okay, so the carriages, the, the coaches of the railway. El ferrocarril.
2: El ferrocarril.
1: So ferro is the the root for iron. Ferrocarril, the iron way, the real way. Okay. Erre con erre cigarro, erre con erre baril, rapido corren los carros, los carros de ferrocarril.
2: (laughs) Erre con erre cigarro, erre con erre baril. Rapido corren los carros, los carros. Caras de Ferro Caril <laughs>
1: <laughs> Muy bien So just getting back to the point about the double R I know that for, for Scottish people Saying a double R isn't particularly difficult But I know that for some speakers Particularly those who perhaps would pronounce Cara's name More like Cara uh, That kind of, I think it's a retroflex R So the R uh, There's very little breath going out your mouth when you say R uh. So can you try saying Carra Cara. Yeah, okay, but with a, d- with a double R. Carra. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. Carra, Carro.
2: Carra, Carro.
1: Okay, so carro is the male form of cara. Anyway, let's not go there. <laughs> okay, we're getting back to carro and cote now. And the other word for a car in certain parts of Latin America is un auto. Un auto. Okay, makes sense. So, all this from I would like to hire a car. I would like...
2: With, me gustaría.
1: Yeah, me gustaría, or quisiera, the one that we looked at last week. And the verb to hire is alquilar.
2: Alquilar.
1: Quisiera alquilar un coche.
2: Quisiera alquilar un coche.
1: Quisiera alquilar un carro.
2: Quisiera alquilar un carro.
1: Yeah, carro. Carro. Yeah, you can give that one R there. Carro. Carro. Okay. Quisiera alquilar un auto.
2: Quisiera alquilar un auto.
1: You may want to be specific about what type of car or vehicle you would like to, to hire. You might want to say, therefore, un coche, or un carro, or un auto, automático.
2: Un coche, or un carro, or un auto, automático.
1: Automático. So, an automatic transmission car. Automático.
2: Automático.
1: Okay. Now, Obviously, you may well need to say for a day or for a week or for so many days. Now, if you would like to hire a car for one day, what kind of for will that be in Spanish? Para. Para, Yep. Because if you wanted to use por, then that's kind of in exchange for. You're not giving them a day if they give you the car. You're paying for the car. It's para un día. Quisiera alquilar un coche para un día?
2: Quisiera alquilar un coche para un día.
1: But of course you may want to double check how much it costs per day. Okay, now this time it's not para, but... Por. Por. Remember por is often used for per in English. So how much does it cost per day? ¿Cuánto cuesta por día?
2: ¿Cuánto cuesta por día?
1: ¿Cuánto cuesta por día? You also may hear cuánto cuesta al día. That's kind of like an English saying, how much does it cost by the day? Al día. Al día. ¿Cuánto cuesta al día?
2: ¿Cuánto cuesta al día?
1: And notice the way these words all run together. ¿Cuánto cuesta al día?
2: ¿Cuánto cuesta al día?
1: That's it. Now, if it's not by the day, it may be by the week. ¿Cuánto cuesta a la semana?
2: ¿Cuánto cuesta a la semana?
1: Or, using perhaps the more normal version, ¿cuánto cuesta por semana?
2: Por semana?
1: Okay, so you're given the price, perhaps it's 200 euros. How much would that be, Cara? That uh,
2: would be 200 euros? Yeah.
1: Or it may be 500 pesos. 500 is the word for? 500? Yeah, 500 pesos, pesos. Okay, 500 pesos. But you might want to make sure that you know what that price includes. Now, the word To include in Spanish is incluir.
2: Incluir.
1: Okay, it's quite tricky to say that. Incluir.
2: Incluir.
1: Okay, and it's slightly irregular, so in the present tense it becomes incluye.
2: Incluye.
1: So, does it include the insurance, for example? Incluye el seguro?
2: Incluye el seguro.
1: El seguro. Seguro is an adjective in Spanish also. It means safe or sure. So, for example, ¿estás seguro? Are you sure? ¿Estás segura? Sí. Okay. So, seguro, when it's used as a noun, is used as the insurance. So, ¿incluye el seguro?
2: Incluye el seguro.
1: That's right. Just watch the G sound there. It's a nice soft G sound. Remember, most Gs in Spanish are soft, unless they're followed by an E or an I, in which case they're very hard. General, gigante, and so on. But otherwise it's uh, seguro. Seguro. Incluye el seguro.
2: Incluye el el seguro.
1: That's it. So, uh, does it include the insurance? You may also want to double-check if it includes the mileage or the kilometrage, if there's such a word, in Spanish. Spain or in uh, most other Spanish-speaking countries, you'd be talking about el kilometraje.
2: El kilometraje.
1: Okay. Incluye el kilometraje.
2: Incluye el kilometraje.
1: Okay. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. Now, if you'd like to get more out of your Coffee Break Spanish experience, then you can sign up for the full premium version of our course, and that includes video versions of our lessons, where you'll see the words and phrases on the screen of your device while you listen. There's also a set of lesson notes for every lesson, with vocabulary and additional examples, and bonus audio. All of our premium courses are available at the Coffee Break Academy. That's at coffeebreakacademy.com. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Right. How do you say to want in Spanish? Querer. Querer. Mm -hmm. So, let's work this out. Querer is what type of verb? It's one of those slightly irregular ones. It's called a...
2: Radical changing verb. Yeah,
1: it's called a radical changing verb because it becomes, I want... Quiero. You want... Quieres. He or she or it wants... Quiere. So, quiere... And then we're going to put this together with to drive. And to drive is conducir.
2: Conducir.
1: Conducir.
2: Conducir.
1: And in Latin America, conducir. So, he or she wants to drive would be?
2: ¿Quiere conducir?
1: ¿Quiere conducir? Cara, how would you say, therefore, my friend also wants to drive?
2: Mi amigo también quiere conducir.
1: Muy bien. Mi amigo también quiere conducir. Or, for example, my wife also wants to drive. Mi esposa también quiere conducir. If you want to use a, a generic word for your partner, you can say mi pareja. Mi pareja también quiere conducir.
2: Mi pareja también quiere conducir.
1: Okay. So, you've specified uh, that someone else wants to drive, you've included the mileage and the insurance and so on, or indeed you've checked that the price includes that, you're very likely to be asked, of course, for su pasaporte, por favor.
2: Your passport?
1: Yeah. And also, particularly regarding cars, su permiso de conducir, por favor.
2: Your driving license.
1: Yeah. Su permiso.
2: Su permiso.
1: Su permiso. Now that, Obviously, it's is perhaps known as a driving permit or or other ways of explaining the same thing in, in other countries. Here in the UK, we would call it a driving license. So, can you give me your driving license, please? ¿Me da su permiso de conducir, por favor?
2: ¿Me da su permiso de conducir, por favor?
1: Yeah. Or indeed, t- me puede dar, or puede darme, based on all our discussions last <laughs> time. ¿Puede darme su permiso de conducir, por favor?
2: ¿Puede darme su permiso de conducir, por favor?
1: Exactly. Okay, you've given your driving license over, uh, you've perhaps given a passport or some kind of identification. You might want to ask, do I have to pay a deposit? So, which verb are we going to use for to pay? Pagar. Pagar, to pay. So, do I have to pay? Using, do I necessitate to pay?
2: Necesito. Pagar.
1: Mm-hmm. A deposit is un depósito.
2: Un depósito.
1: Un depósito.
2: depósito.
1: Necesito pagar un depósito.
2: Necesito pagar un depósito.
1: Muy bien. So, that I would suggest is about as much as you need to know when it comes to hiring cars. Of course, there will be other things that you might have, might be asked, for example, your name and to fill in addresses and so on in, in, in forms. But that hopefully will help you get the the transaction done. One other thing that does occur to me when we're talking about cars is that there is the chance, of course, that you will break down, which hopefully won't happen. But if you wanted to say in the simplest possible terms that the car has broken down, how would you say that based on what you know from hotel rooms and problems that you found in hotel rooms? For example, your television not working.
2: El coche no funciona.
1: Yeah, you could say, el coche no funciona. So that would, of course, get your meaning over. But there is a word, obviously, for to break down. In fact, there are two ways of saying to break down, depending on where you are. You might be talking about mi coche, my car, in Spain, or mi carro, elsewhere. Mi coche se ha estropeado.
2: Mi coche se ha estropeado.
1: Yeah, estropearse literally means to spoil. Okay, it can be used particularly with food, which goes off. Estropearse, to spoil, but when you're talking about a car, it's spoiled itself, it's broken down. Mi coche se ha estropeado.
2: Mi coche se ha estropeado.
1: Yeah, and there's another word that you can use, and that's averiado.
2: Averiado.
1: Mi coche se ha averiado. Mi
2: coche se ha Averillado.
1: Yeah, and we're using more perfect tenses here because it's a averiado, but it's a reflexive one, so it's se ha averiado. Mi coche se ha averiado.
2: Mi coche se ha averiado.
1: Or mi coche se ha estropeado.
2: Mi coche se ha estropeado.
1: And if you've ended up with no uh, petrol or no fuel, no, no gas, you could say me he quedado... Sin gasolina.
2: Me he quedado sin gasolina.
1: So quedar is to end up, to finish. Me he Or rather, quedarse is to end up to finish. Me he quedado sin gasolina.
2: Me he quedado sin gasolina.
1: Okay, so I have ended up without petrol. I've run out of gas. You may have a puncture. Un pinchazo.
2: Un pinchazo.
1: Un pinchazo. Or in Latin America, un pinchazo.
2: Un pinchazo.
1: So I have a puncture. Tengo un pinchazo.
2: Tengo un pinchazo.
1: Uh, Or indeed, you might not know what's wrong with your car, in which case you would say, I don't know, which is. No sé. No sé or no lo sé. But I don't know what's happening. You could say, I don't know that which happens. No sé lo que pasa.
2: No sé lo que pasa.
1: No sé lo que pasa.
2: No sé lo que pasa.
1: Mi coche se ha estropeado, pero no sé lo que pasa.
2: Mi coche se ha estropeado, pero no lo que pasa.
1: No sé lo que pasa.
2: No sé lo que pasa. <laughs>
1: Muy bien. So, your knight in shining armor has arrived in the form of a, a, a van to pick you up and to take your car away. And, of course, you might have to say then, can you take me to this address? See if you remember how you would say this from last week.
2: Me puede llevar a esta dirección
1: Muy bien, me puede llevar a esta dirección Now, I have to say that I really do hope this does not happen to anyone while you're abroad or while you're travelling in a Spanish-speaking area and if it does, at least you will have the basics of how to cope with this and most importantly, I'm sure by speaking in Spanish you will impress the people who are there to help you and they will be much more interested in helping you rather than if you just say My car's broken down in English and that's where we're going to leave it today for this edition of Coffee Break Spanish. Thanks for joining us, and we hope it's been useful. You can join the Coffee Break Spanish community on Facebook at facebook.com slash coffeebreakspanish and follow at Learn Spanish on Twitter. Muchas gracias y hasta pronto. This is a production of the Radiolingua Network. Find out more at radiolingua.com.
0: Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter.